Well, good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome to our next episode in the story of Hercules, the famous Greek hero. We've now reached labour number six. Labour number six is called the Stymphalian Birds. I'll repeat that, actually. The Stymphalian Birds. Now, we need to stop for a moment or two to discover what sort of birds these were. Well, firstly, they were extremely large. They were about the size of a crane or uh, an ibis or maybe even as large as an ostrich. Uh, they flew perfectly well and they had very sharp beaks indeed. They were so sharp that they could pierce uh, armour. Most armour in uh, those days was made by made of bronze but in any case they could easily fly at you and pierce your armour and kill you. The uh, birds largely uh, lived in the Arabian desert and there they caused even more trouble to people uh, than lions or leopards because they would fly at people when they saw them and then they would fix them a little bit with their beaks. Now, of course, these birds were uh, peculiarly troublesome. And the other thing was that they needed, of course, to drink uh, and eat. And so they retreated, as it were, from the desert, where they uh, lived some of the time, to the marshlands. And these were the marshlands called the Stymphalian Marsh, which is how, how, how they were named. And they would uh, go to the marsh just like our birds do here in Burnham Overy or Burnham Norton. And uh, they'd wade around and they'd eat, and that's where they lived. So Hercules uh, went to the marsh. The marsh was surrounded by dense woods. And uh, his first idea was that he'd shoot arrows at the birds to see if he could just simply kill them. But there were far, far, far too many of the birds, and that wasn't going to work at all well. So then he decided maybe he could walk across the marsh to where they were. Uh, he discovered, though, that the marsh was far too damp and that would suck his feet in and he got stuck in the mud and that wasn't very good. So he then wondered whether he might use a boat, but he couldn't use a boat because although the marsh was too wet to walk across, it was also too dry to boat across. So Hercules had to sit down and have another little think about how he was going to solve this extraordinary problem. I haven't spoken very much about the goddess Athene. Uh, the goddess Athene, who was a great friend of Hercules and would help him, uh, came to him while he was thinking and she gave him a large pair of castanets. Now, castanets, you'll probably know, are used in Spanish dancing and there's a little musical instrument we know it as, uh, which you clack together to make a kind of clicking sound with the beat. But these castanets were particularly large, and again, they were made of metal. She gave them to Hercules. Hercules climbed his way to the top of a mountain, a mountain called Mount Silene, uh, which overlooked the marsh, and Hercules took the large castanets and banged them together. He banged them together so forcefully and so long 
that the birds were absolutely terrified by the enormous noise which he was making. And there it was, they flew up into the air, and that enabled him to shoot quite a few of them. And, not liking the noise, not lighting the arrows, the birds, the Stymphalian birds, left and flew off to the Isle of Ares, which is in the Black Sea. And therefore, Hercules saved that part of the world from these man-eating birds. Uh, rather a large number of years ago, uh, I remember reading an article in a newspaper which was being published at that time. It was called The Listener, for those of you who have very long memories. You might remember such a magazine. And the article was talking about the problems in China, in particular in the city of Peking, as it was then called. It's now called Beijing, as you know. But then it was called Peking. And like many big cities at the time, uh, they had an infestation of pigeons. They had pigeons everywhere. And we had the same thing in London and Frankfurt and Paris. And uh, what was interesting about the article was that our approach uh, to too many pigeons being in the town was to try and put down some poison with the food that they ate to see if we could kill them that way. Uh, but in China, they had an entirely different approach. The leader of China at that time was a man called Mao Zedong, and you will read about him one day in your history lessons. Well, the story was, in the newspaper I was reading, that Mao Zedong, wanting to uh, rid Peking of the pigeons, asked all the people who lived in the city to get up at dawn. Now, Mao Zedong was a very powerful fellow, and he kind of did what he said, actually. And uh, so they did indeed get up at dawn, and he asked them to bang dustbin lids at dawn. And you know what? It was said that because of all the banging of the dustbin lids, the pigeons left Peking and went somewhere else. I don't know, really, whether that's a true story, uh, I, I enjoyed reading about it, and it might well have been true. And if it is, the question we have to ask ourselves is, I wonder, did Mao Zedong read about the sixth labour of Hercules? Thank you for being with us.